You're listening to episode 129 on What My Father Taught Me. Hey y'all, before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about a few things. First of all, in case you didn't know it, I have a new book coming out and it's called Better Than Ever. I'm so excited. It's available now for pre-order on Amazon. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can go to Amazon and just look under April Osteen Simons, or you can go to my website, aprilsimons.com, and order from there. You're wondering who this book is for. Okay, you ready? This book is for anyone who wants to get their happy back, stress less, and enjoy every day. Okay, that's me. I'm so excited about that. So I I hope you go and pre-order that. Also, did you know that I have a YouTube channel? Yes, I do. You can go to YouTube, April Osteen Simons. Y'all there, you'll find some House of Hope episodes. And I'm working on some new things that are coming there soon. I also do a blog most every week. And, you know, it's filled with inspiration, affirmations, and just some motivation for everyday living. You can find that at my website, aprilsimons.com, and if you subscribe, you'll be notified when a new blog comes out or any other special info. I like to send uh, inspiration via email as well. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, I wish you'd do that today. Just press subscribe, and each week, a new episode will come right at you. (laughs) If you want to subscribe to YouTube, you can do it the same way. You'll be notified when a new video is up. And if you haven't done this, I would love for you to take just a few minutes and write a review for this podcast. Your reviews mean the world to me, and they also get the better podcast out there a little bit more. One more thing. If you're in California, especially in the Santa Barbara, Ventura area, I'm going to be there next week for the Arise Conference, and I'm so looking forward to it. Y'all, I am so glad to be back traveling and speaking again. It feels so good. The world is getting back to normal. Amen to that. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into this episode. Today's episode is... You know, it's when I'm when I'm going to air this. It's going to be on Father's Day, so I wanted just kind of to pay tribute to my dad, what my father taught me. You know, he's been gone for 22 years. I can't even believe that. Unbelievable how time goes so quickly. I often get asked, "What was it like growing up in your home, growing up Osteen? You know, being a pastor's kid." In case you didn't know it, I was a pastor's kid. I'm the youngest of five. We lived and breathed church. (laughs) I mean, I felt like I slept on pews or whatever, but y'all, we loved every minute of it. It was an adventurous life. I mean, we traveled a lot. We were around large crowds, conferences, and I, I have to say, I think I watched every kind of person imaginable walk through the doors of Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Honestly, I loved my life. I loved watching my parents live in their sweet spot, helping and encouraging people who attended our church weekly, as as well as giving hope to a television audience around the world who tuned in every week. I loved how my mom and dad loved people. I loved how they took time for people. They poured their lives into others, and they did it multiple times a week. And as a kid, I watched I listened, and man, how I learned. I saw my parents take time for people, but never at the expense of spending time with the family. 
We were their priority. And you know what? We knew it. We felt it. We never felt like they gave us their leftovers. I saw them live what they believed to the best of their ability. My dad often said, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one would walk with me than merely tell the way. I love that quote. And you know what? I couldn't agree with it more. The greatest lessons I've ever learned was from watching and listening. Little did I know that these life lessons were being taught even as a young child. Life lessons that I would carry even unto this day that we're living right now. You know, in the scripture, God told Joshua to go and get men to gather stones and assemble those stones as a memorial so that it would speak to future generations that this is the place where God performed a great miracle. In other words, it was solidifying to future generations that if God performed a miracle then, He will surely perform a miracle today. If I were to capture or, quote, memorialize aspects of Daddy's life that have been passed down to me, things that I want my children to remember and carry on, these would be a few of the things. I'd have to take a globe, a globe that my dad had. He had it in his uh, closet. And every day my dad would pray over that globe. My dad never forgot that there was a world out there that needed hope, that needed to hear about Jesus. That globe represented to my dad that he needed to look beyond himself and get out there and help hurting people. That globe represented to love the unlovable, reach the unreachable, touch the untouchable. And to me, the life lessons I learned from that globe is April, widen your horizons. Think big. Look outside of your own life. It's not all about you. Dream big dreams, God-sized dreams. And remember, there's a world out there. They need hope and they need Jesus. Another thing that I would have to memorialize about my dad would be something simple. It's a gray box, a gray metal box. Growing up in our family, in my dad's home office, in the bottom right-hand drawer was a small gray box that had a key in it. And when you opened that box, it had cash. It was filled with money. And that box was there in case my parents were gone and any one of us kids ever needed money for anything. We would go to that box, and we would get money out. We never abused it because Daddy taught us about the value of a dollar. That box represented provision for me and my brothers and sisters. It represented security. It taught us the value of a dollar. It taught us how to manage money. And a year before my dad passed away, my mom and dad gave us our own gray boxes. And they put a note on the outside to teach our children well, to provide for them, but teach them along the way, to teach them a value, the value of a dollar. I love that gray box. And I, since then, have given each of my kids a gray box. And I filled it with money for the first time. (laughs) And I taught them to respect it, to know the value of a dollar, and to always take care of their finances. Another thing that I have to say that I would memorialize or 
you know, pay tribute to my dad or capture about my dad are, believe it or not, shoes. (laughs) Yes, it runs in the family. (laughs) And the reason I choose shoes is because it, it helps me remember that God used a little boy that grew up so poor, who had no knowledge about God, was never taught about Jesus or God, who used to sell popcorn as a teenager in a movie theater in Fort Worth, Texas, a man that was willing to surrender his life to God and walk out of his comfort zone into his God-ordained destiny. Those shoes took him to Houston, Texas, where he and my mom pastored Lakewood Church for 46 years. Daddy walked 60 years in ministry in those shoes with integrity. If anything, shoes teach me from my dad to, April, walk in your own shoes. You don't have to feel anybody but yours. Walk out of your comfort zone. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Don't limit yourself. Don't quit your race until you finish. Always finish the race. Another thing that I would have to memorialize about my dad would be a simple thing like a piece of a wall. I know that sounds crazy, but a literal piece of a wall. See, my mom and dad started Lakewood in a feed store, a literal feed store. It had holes in the floor where they would put chicken feed in it. But my dad, he had bigger dreams. As a little girl, I would remember every service that my dad would tell the whole crowd to turn to the left and look at the wall. And then he would say, now I want you to look beyond the wall with eyes of faith and see a 5,000 seat auditorium. We did it every Sunday. We prayed and believed every Sunday. The people caught the vision and God blessed it. And you know what? It wasn't long before we were actually sitting in a 5,000-seat auditorium. And that wasn't the end. It went to another auditorium and another auditorium, bigger and bigger. See, the reason I take a piece of a wall to memorialize what my dad taught me is because daddy taught me about faith. And as a little girl, I didn't see a wall. I saw whatever my mind imagined to be a 5,000-seat auditorium. That wall represents to me, April, don't ever focus on what's staring at you in the face. Don't ever focus on the mountain or the obstacle or the valley or that big brigade that's right in front of you. Look beyond the wall with eyes of faith. There's God-sized things on the other side of the wall. The final thing that I would have to memorialize about my dad would have to be a Bible. My dad loved that Bible. He breathed it. He lived it to the best of his ability. And man, he taught it and he taught it well. Whenever I look at one of my dad's Bibles that I have, I have many of my dad's Bibles, but it reminds me that when I go out and I speak and I speak the word of God to remind people that God is real and his promises are for them, to tell them that it's not just any book, it's God's word to remind people that God really is who he says he is and he really can do what his word says he can do. It reminds me, April, when you preach the word, don't just tell them this is any Bible. Tell them this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have, and I can do what it says I can do. My dad used to quote a poem often. It said this, Great it is to dream the dream. 
when you stand in youth by the starry stream. But a greater thing is to fight life through and say in the end, the dream is true. My dad, John Osteen, was a simple man, five foot seven, full of life, ordinary father, but made a profound impact on my life. Most people called him pastor, but y'all, I counted an honor to have called him daddy. My dad taught me that it's not about how you start, but how you live your life and how you finish. And as I say often, inheritance is what you leave to someone, but legacy, it's what you leave in someone. My question to all of us today is, what will you pass down? If you're a father listening, I just want to assure you and let you know the awesome power that you hold in the lives of your children, no matter what their age. And if I could encourage you, be the man you want your daughter to marry. Be the husband you want your son to emulate. Teach them who God is. Teach them how to fight the good fight of faith. Be their hero. Maybe you're listening and you think you've messed up too many times or it's too late. Let me just tell you, you haven't and it's not. Begin today. Say you're sorry if you failed. Try again and again and again. Listen, your life will tell a story. Make sure it's one worth reading. Listen, it's been 22 years later and I'm still impacted by my dad's life and influence. There's a song that says, if heaven wasn't so far away, I'd pack up my kids and I'd take them for a day. Man, you better believe, I wish I could see my dad for just one day, have a hot cup of coffee, and thank him for all of the valuable life lessons he taught me.